Welcome to Hydea Level 4, and I'm your host, Peter. And joining me are returning guests. Guest host is uh, Devin. What up, homie? And Liz. Hey, guys. So hopefully nobody's jumping in like straight to D3. So hopefully you guys, you know, listened in uh, chronological order. Uh, Devin, it was just you and I on the first movie. Uh, Liz, you joined us for the second movie. And here we are again. So um, the D3, this one came out in 96. So it continues the trend of uh, every two years here. And I'm kind of glad that nobody's rushing to get this done in within the first year right like they kind of do now yeah i think taking the time to do it made for better movies for sure yeah i definitely agree with that because i feel like even maybe not even uh like more so now i feel like that has always kind of been the thing over decades that like uh, if uh, the first movie is so successful even the second movie typically they come out like the following year now they seem to be you know better about getting them out quickly so i think so too times have changed yeah, because like if you think about it, uh, Marvel, for example, you know, uh, a lot of these bigger budget movies, they are taking, you know, two, three years to kind of do the movies. So hopefully, hopefully uh, we kind of go back to something like that, you know, to get uh, better movies. But D3, again, came out in 1996, uh, another sports uh, comedy. And this one directed by, yet again, a different director, Robert Lieberman. Um, I took a glance at his direct directing filmography, and I don't think anything like really stood out. But there wasn't a lot of kid movies, and so I think that kind of shows in in this uh, in this movie here. But before we get more into the movie, I just want to talk about some of the songs and movies that came out around the time of this movie's release. The number one the number one song at this time was Macarena. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> you know what's crazy? Uh, um, you know, in the last episode, we talked about, uh, and no, Devin actually, "End of the Road" was uh, number one for I forgot how many weeks. Macarena, I'm not counting here, but it looks just as long. I can't believe oh. it was number one that long. Yo, it was hot, homie. Yeah, it was. Uh, the number one song that preceded it was um, Tony Braxton's "You're Making Me High." And the number one that supersedes it is No Diggity by Blackstreet, which, you know, they brought back uh, with the uh, surprise hit with uh, Pitch Perfect. I like the way you work it. No diggity. I wonder if anyone ever met, like, one of the millennials and they're like, oh, man, this song is so fire. Like, uh, you know, that song came out in, like, 96, right? <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's good to hear those those old things because it puts me right back into remembering who I was with in those year in that year and the songs that we were listening to and you know doing the Macarena and I was exactly the age of the kids I was uh, a freshman in high school so right that's with the ducks it. yeah what so the, so I, I yeah that's why I do that on the show like to kind of take you back a little bit. And I feel like Blackstreet, um, the the song No Diggity was probably kind of the resurgence of like Dr. Dre, you know, after starting his uh, Aftermath label. Um, so, uh, okay, some of the movies that came out around this time. Also, we got The Glimmer Man. Um, let's see here. We got Michael Collins. Wasn't that Michael Collins? I almost, I feel like that's a Liam Neeson movie. I think it is. Okay. Uh, the Long Kiss Goodnight also came out. Glory Days uh, came out uh, like a couple weeks before. 
uh, that thing you do, you know, possibly a future HLF uh, oh, review there. Love that movie. Yeah, I think I think that was Tom Hanks' first movie uh, d- directing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so uh, so that was a, a really good one. And let's see what else came out. Let's throw in Swingers. There you go. So pretty decent. Uh, I know none of those movies. I'm not surprised. So, right. okay. So in this one, D3, the the story about this one, um, I guess somehow Gordon was able to get the kids some scholarships to Eden Hall Academy, uh, which is a you know preparatory school uh, in... Are we still in California? I think we are. No, they're in Minnesota. They're back in Minnesota? You're right. Yes. You're right. Um, gosh, why did I think it was still in Cali? Well, and they, they filmed it in Minnesota, too, which do, they didn't really need to because the weather was nice. It wasn't like... You're right. But, but for... Probably the feel of of the whole cast. It's probably why they made sure to to film it there. But yeah, it was a prep school in Minnesota. Okay, uh, and this is where um, Gordon went as well. Uh, this one we actually we don't really get the Ducks. We get the Warriors, who is the you know the team of the school, and also we get a new coach. You know, uh, coaching our Ducks, and this one it kind of follows very similar. Um, beats of the first movie you know you got a new coach you got charlie trying to get along with him and that's that's pretty much it right it's almost the same story of the first one almost yeah it's you know it's funny because i read a little bit about it and apparently emilio estevez he agreed to do this movie i don't know if it was free or just like or i'm not sure if that part of it's true or not but basically he agreed to do the movie in exchange for the um studio backing his directorial debut so he wanted to do that so he kind of made a deal for himself to to make that happen so that's why he i think he only shot scenes for three or four days so they got his whole part in it you know which i kind of am happy with it because really what what could they have done with a third movie with him as the coach like he's gonna like have another setback and you know have some problem again like how could they really make it interesting if he was the coach again. So I think it, it made for a good change. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I definitely, definitely like to change and I might be like mixing this up with like other, you know, projects of like other actors. Cause you hear about this all the time, you know, uh, as to like why they return or whatever. What I thought I remembered was that, that, um, that Emilio Estevez wanted this and that he probably put his own money into it. But I think that's actually, that's probably another actor in some other franchise. But um, that makes a lot of sense because somebody else did that as well, where they're like, I'll show up if you give me, uh, give me money to, to back a movie I want to do myself. Um, So that's the thing you find out with like a lot of these movies as to, yeah, why some people return or why they don't. Um, Okay. So let's talk about some of the, some of the uh, the new characters. So we got a lot of uh, the returning ones. All right, we got the uh, newcomer Jeffrey Nordling, who is coach uh, Ted O'Ryan, the uh, j- the JV coach for the Warriors. Um, we got David Selby as Dean Buckley, who is kind of like Mr. Tibble Ajace a little bit. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, Mrs. Conway uh, returns. Uh, Heidi Kling. Who do, do we know if she's still married to this new guy? Because he's not around. Nope, she's not married. Yeah. Nope. And she has no know. ring on her fingers. I checked. 
Yeah. So wow. there, uh, we get She's clearly a terrible wife. <laughs> or that guy was just a jerk. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I know. He was shoplifting the. Uh... I don't know if I can say that word on the show, but <laughs> you know how they pick up single moms and then like, uh, like what, like, like a hit and run. What, what are we like? Um, Jerry Maguire. That's what, um, Rod Tidwell tells Jerry Maguire. He's shoplifting the shoplifting the Nootsie. <laughs> we can, yeah, we could say that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, Devin said it in the first, the, the first review. The sentiment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay, okay. Like an easy target, like a single mom. You're going to go after her and get what you can get. Got it. And they didn't want to address point. that. I yeah. Mean, I mean, he, mar- he married her, but he's still obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't want to address that in this movie because it's a Disney movie, right? So uh, we I got mean, Mark. Let's be real. In the first movie, she was like trying to lock him down after the first kiss. She was well, like, so look, like let, your we, the rest of our lives, we've got to plan this, okay? I felt you were I really overreading. That's okay. All right, so Margot Finley uh, is Linda, which is kind of the uh, love interest here for Charlie. Um, we got, so returning, retu- I'm not even going to go in like actor names, but returning ducks, we got Fulton, Goldberg, Banks, Averman, Gee, Connie, and Julie. Uh, we'll leave that there for now. Russ, Mendo, actually, just about everybody from Team USA. Every, everybody except Portman, who he comes later, in Chicago, and um, Jesse. Those are the only two missing. Okay, now Devin, did you recognize who Cole is? I kept okay. So when I'm watching stuff, like, why does that guy look so familiar? And I couldn't place it. Okay, he had you... that big mole on his face though that he had removed. Okay. He used to have that big mole. He used to be on 90210. Okay, that I didn't know. But uh, now Devin does the name Michael Cutlets ring a bell. Oh, my God. Mother <laughs> dick. Or mother crap. <laughs> oh, no. That's that's it. That's It was the hair color. That, I was like, why does that guy look so familiar to me? You're right. Yeah, so The Walking Dead. He plays Abraham. And by the way, Liz's face when I said Mother D like was priceless because she's like, what is he saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, again, I, it wasn't me. He says that on the show. Just want to put that. So I, I don't watch I don't watch The Walking Dead, so I didn't know that he was in it. But um, he was in Southland and oh, he I, was I amazing. That. If okay. any, I mean, like that show was a great cop show, like really well done. And he um, was a big big part of that he was one of the main characters he was really good and in his 90210 days he's the one who takes poor brenda to the prom because kelly and dylan go together so sad face mm, i don't remember that i i think i fell off after a few seasons i mean because that went on forever yeah oh yeah no this was like the high school days like he was one of the like classmates so he'd kind of show like pop up every once in a while he was like one of the jocks and okay so but he's old He's like two years younger than Jeffrey Nordling. He's playing one of the high school kids. Like he was like in his he was like in his thirties, I think, when he was filming this. It was it's just, crazy. It's just like how they did down two one zero. I mean, you know, you you had to have you know twenty thirty year olds to play high school students. So yep. that hasn't changed. Uh, we also got returning uh, from the motherland. We got Hans back, right? Joss uh, Acklin. Yeah. So so there we go. Brother of Jan from Second Two, which. Um, by the way, Jan was quite the Jan. No, it's a bad joke. <laughs> no, because Jan, Jan's my favorite. Uh, of the two, also, yes, he, also, he had some 
Jan had some jokes. Like, I mean, I don't think Hans is that funny. Well. So, I don't know. Also, you said the motherland, sir, and I'm offended. Was he not there? No, he was in the old country. The motherland is Africa. Let us free, Peter. Okay, look, you can say anything. When I refer to Laos, I call that the motherland. Okay, maybe I'm just being racist. Yes. (laughs) Which you established in the first uh, first review. You don't own the word motherland. Yeah, that's right. You do not trademark that. Look, look, Whitey, you can't tell me what we owned. We owned everything. (laughs) Mm. All right. Okay, so let's just start off in the beginning of the movie. Um, You know, Gordon talks to uh, Charlie's mom. Um, I'm forgetting her name already. Casey? Do they even call her Casey? I mean, she's got a full name. Ms. Conway. We'll just keep referring to her as Ms. Conway or Charlie's mom. But he's like, all right, let me tell him. And then Gordon drops the Bombay that he won't be coaching the team. You guys like that? No? <laughs> See, Liz likes my jokes. <laughs> she, well, Liz is corny, so of course she's like... Well, well thank you. You know, d- dad jokes, right? Is, isn't that what they're called? Dad jokes? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so um Yeah, poor Charlie. He was devastated. He sure was. Devastated. Don't go. Don't go. Yeah. It's like I can't pass up this opportunity. And we're like, yes, yes, go. <laughs> go yeah. because you're not a good coach. Uh Devin, you agree with this. You're like, hey, that that's fine. Go away. Yeah, but I was like, dang, Charlie gonna cry in the car. He, didn't he cry right there? Oh, I don't know. He, I know he well, cries he, late. He probably ran off before he started crying. Is probably what it right, was. Right, right, Okay, can I can I ask before we get too far into this? Mm-hmm. Was I misled in the first one to think that Gordon played peewee hockey, had this devastating loss, and then never played hockey again? I thought about I thought about that too. I was like, so he so played now, in high school. Now all of a sudden he was a big high school hockey star. So when exactly did he just just like? shun the game and hate the game where he you know so it's couldn't he have just been at that school and they happen to have a hockey team like why why did they need to rewrite history to make him have played through high school oh because it comes back later <laughs> yeah we need that multi- emotional scene well what was that uh that expression that john lexon used about the plot device like stepped over uh, a plot device yeah we have to drop this plot device here yeah, yeah so, so we can step over it or yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all it was, but uh, very good point. I actually kind of forgot about that, so I just really went along with it. But you know what? It's been two years. People probably hope that uh, they forgot. Like, you know, for us, like a uh, little behind podcast here, we're actually recording two and three back-to-back, so it, it's something that, you know, it's still fresh in our minds. But, mm-hmm. um, okay, so the team, they they get a full scholarship ride so there's this tension between the the varsity team who kind of worked their way into it not really uh versus the jv team who were just invited to to kind of take over the team because i guess the the team captain what's his name on on the uh the, on the varsity team i know his last name's riley i don't i don't know his, we'll just, uh... we'll just call him riley. Yeah, not even... I'm not even sure they give us a first name. So, yeah, I think we can just go with Riley. Okay. Yeah. So, so Riley, he's like, he's mad because his, his brother couldn't join the JV team because the Ducks, you know, kind of took over and there weren't enough spots. But, and who's his brother? Who is his brother? He's from the last movie. Uh, I don't know. Gunner? No. 
No, because the brother, no. nev- we never see the brother. The brother never yeah. plays. Right, because he was supposed to be on the JV team. Yeah. Wait, I thought the brother was the goalie. No. no. See, oh, so so De- so Devin finally got uh, something where he can bring to the table. Like, oh, you're wrong, sir. <laughs> oh, so wait, yeah. so, they're, so they're not brothers? No. Mm-mm. No, and that's the whole point is he's mad because now his brother can't play hockey because he oh, can't I be on the team. I just always assumed that the goalie was, was his brother. So I was nope. like, he's good enough to be a goalie on the varsity team? Nope. Wrong guy. So that was just his homeboy. Yep. Just, just another oh. teammate. So, um... This is really weird, but again, it'll be brought up later. They bring up that Portman bailed out because Gordon bailed out too. Uh-huh. So I, I, I guess apparently Portman and, and uh, Gordon were very close. <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it would have made more sense for me personally. I, I get that they, again, plot device that they needed a reason for the, the varsity to hate them. I think that the tension would have been there had they, they should have let... I feel like they never have enough players on the team. Like, how many players do you really they, like? They had room for more players, especially in a high school team. Like, they probably should have had a couple kids who, you know, maybe the best of the best, like got to got to still be on the team and then have mix again of new new uh, players coming in. You know, but, I, I I feel that would have um, you know added like another dynamic that we didn't need because like if you do think about it, they. Brought the entire Team USA back, so then adding more mm-hmm. characters, I think, is already going to confuse people. I do, however, like you know, and this is kind of jumping ahead. I do like how they threw Banks on the varsity team to throw yeah. that little tension and dynamic in there too. Right, but then there would have been a slot opened up that another kid could have taken Banks' spot, you know. So then add that little brother just, to come in. Yeah, something. I mean, I just didn't necessarily. It, it, they could have done both if it was real life. They didn't need to exclude players who already went to the school. It seems a little bit unusual that they would have done it this way, but hmm. again, it's what makes up the movie. So Okay. All right, so we get a similar scene, kind of like the first one where they're rounding up all the ducks, and we got like Charlie and Goldie like on rollerblades, and Goldie has lost control, or he can't be in control or something. He can't stop, and they go over a bridge. I don't get what's going on. Like, Goldie, if, you, if you're if you not that, if you don't rollerblade that well, why are you rollerblading, one? And <laughs> number two, when they go off that bridge, I forgot what was going to happen. I, I I actually thought they were going to jump in a river or something. But they land. They yeah, land on pavement and nobody breaks an ankle. I was like, man, he's pretty agile for a big guy. Because <laughs> I would I would have face planted. I would have landed on my face. Right. Yeah, if not head first. Yes. No, I mean, can't we be past the point of like they're now getting scholarships to play at this exclusive school and the guy still can't skate? Right. Like, come on, come on. <laughs> exactly. Well, Lu- Lu- I mean, Luis it's can for stop now. some for some comedic relief, obviously, but I mean, it's silly. I mean, same thing with Luis. Still can't stop. Apparently, oh, he, wait, just he the still one time. Stop in this movie? No, you missed that part. Yeah, he uh, he jumps over the the goalpost. Oh, wait, right, right. didn't he? I forget. No, I think yeah, he, I, I think he slid in. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he jumped over. He jumped over yeah, and he hit. Jumped over yeah, in the Blake game, right? And he yeah, hit the glass. In the, in the, or, or it was in the practice, and the coach was like, "Quit playing." Okay. It's like, no, he just sucks and can't stop. Yeah. So, so some of them had still had haven't really like uh, fine tuned their their like skills and and uh, faults here. Um, right, because Gordon's a terrible coach, and they just play instead of. They talk about that too. Yeah. I feel like there's a like slight shade. Like, no, all we do is have fun. I mean, isn't that what we do? Uh, right. 
No, the first day. This is this is dumb cocky. We'll have to learn sooner or later. Right. I mean, high school students, freshmen, so it kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. On their first day of school, um, oh, what do you guys think about their teachers? Like, I felt like the the one lady that they showed us wasn't she their principal in elementary school or middle school? I read that. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yes, she was. Okay, Mm -hmm. she just looked familiar. I mean, it's been a few days since, maybe a week since I've seen the first one, but. Yeah, I thought it was the same lady. Every Monday we'll have a real quiz. Every Wednesday we'll have a like. Every Friday we'll have a surprise quiz or exam. Like that lady. Yeah, she was like, when, when I feel like it, and we'll have a surprise uh, quiz or yeah, pop quiz. Yeah, I go, yeah. that's what they are though. Like when you feel like it, it's a pop quiz, <laughs> and it's a surprise. So I don't know. Uh, Charlie, I like. The, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I like the one teacher who was like. He was like a dwarf on the shoulders of a giant. If the dwarf holds his seat, he can <laughs> indeed see further the giant. But beware if the dwarf should grow careless and forget his place. Boom! History is a giant. I don't even know what that was about, but I like it. (laughs) I was trying to think. It's like, did this guy ad-lib this stuff? Like, what what does that even mean? (laughs) And Fault is like, excuse me? (laughs) What's happening? I mean, it's like, this is a freshman class, I'm assuming. I'm just like, what, what, what is going on here? Right. You know? That's like when, you, when you're in college and they give you out the syllabus and you're just like, nope, I'm dropping this as soon as I walk out this class. Hmm. Like, no, thank you. All right. Uh, so Charlie meets a girl who doesn't like jocks and, uh, you know, brunette blue eyes here. And, like, clearly, I don't know. Like, what, what is this petition she's going around trying to get people to sign? It doesn't say, does it? She she wants to remove the Warriors uh, as the team oh. mascot because it's, um, you know, unkind. Like, it shouldn't be something. Can I say it, she's a terrible like, person? Is it like, an, in, like, an, like a Native American? Is that like Warrior? Like, I th- mm. she thought she found it offensive for some reason. Um, I can't remember what her whole little speech was about, but that, that was what it was. It she was wants demeaning. them to demeaning. Okay. Well, so she, yeah, she wants to get rid of that and have something else. Like kind of like the, the Redskins or okay, something well, like that. Like they're, they're trying to get racist. it removed. Yeah. I, I, I agree with Devin, you know, like warriors is, is just like, it's more like a lifestyle. Like you're you're a warrior now. Redskins now that stuff is demeaning. Like Charlie gave right. better examples, you know. So right. I got the yeah. Indians, the Braves, the Redskins, Blackhawks. Now the Braves, I think, is okay. No, I'm saying those are all the the ones that he that he named. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but like you're a jock, aren't you? I'm like she's one of those. I hated her. Like I hated her with a passion that burns deep within my soul. Linda. The Charlie, Charlie, the chick that Charlie liked. Yeah, I like yeah. her. No, I didn't like her. Well, See, I, I didn't like I her at first because I hate her because when I was a kid, that was my man. So I, I hated her on principle. On principle, yeah. And she, GP. she and Joshua Jackson made another movie that, uh, where it was like a Romeo and Juliet style, like made for TV movie, like a Canadian made for TV movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> was really silly so she was a figure skater and i think he was a hockey player and they were from their parents were politicians running against each other and so they weren't supposed to like each other but they did so i pretty much just hated her and i didn't think she was good looking enough to be in the same room with him but that's that's just my 14 year old self being uh jealous yeah I thought uh, she was cute. she's not that cute she wasn't that cute 
Also, she's a terrible person. Like, and then like where when they're on the bus stop and she's like, You don't even you don't even know me. And she's like, if I knew you, I wouldn't like you. And I was like, <laughs> Chill, fam. Like I would that would be the type of girl that I would just want to like like make her feel bad like for the rest of the year. Like she was she's that type of chick that I would just like go out of my way to piss off every day. Like I would that would make that my mission because she's a horrible person. Even if I did think she was cute and wanted to get at it, like I would just annoy her to all ends. Like I don't know if y'all know that side of me, but I could be really petty. Oh no, we uh, we know, we know. <laughs> but uh, I, oh. I I like her. You know, um, you know principles aside and how Devin feels, I like the addition of her because like you, what else are we gonna get? I mean, Gordon's not here. We don't need a love interest for uh, Coach Orion right yeah so and i think this makes sense again we've been following charlie uh for like all three movies now yeah i I like the idea of it i just didn't like her sure all right so i agree uh, with liz no that that's completely fine so we meet coach orion liz what do you think about him well um he seems like he is a good coach he seems like he has it together and he seems like he picks up on exactly all the things that they do wrong um, so they just, they don't like hearing the truth, especially Charlie, you know? So he's, uh, he's shaking things up, but it, as you see, as the movie goes on, it needed to be that way. So he's, mm-hmm. he's great. Dan, what about you? You can call me coach or coach Orion. <laughs> like, I <loved> it. <laughs> that was great. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, he was, he's the tough love type that, that you can see. Like, I mean, obviously Gorn reveals it later, but like, yeah, Char- Charlie was an a-hole probably because he was focused on getting that, that unattractive, horrible girl. And that just kept his head out of the game. Like he could have seen, like, if he just had any common sense, he, he took away my C Hans. <laughs> like, okay. Um... Know, I was, I was just confused about Charlie because in the second movie he was not even like, like, were there other kids that were on that team that could have given up their roster spot to keep Russ in there if that was what needed to happen? Now, all of a sudden, he's like the star player of the team, like the best scorer and the best, most accomplished skater and basically the best under Banks, obviously, because Banks goes up to varsity. But so it's like if he was he, he didn't even play in the final game last movie. It's, now it, he's the best. Well, like- it's because Josh Jackson got top billing is what it is. And they're like, well, well, and they did decide to make it his movie, you know, his story, which right. I, I do like that, but it just is a little bit confusing. But I, I, like I forget he just it. got better. He actually started practicing instead of like thinking about coaching all the time. See, now um, I agree with, um, you know, with, actually with, with both of you. I, I really like uh, Coach Orion. I like that tough love that he gives uh, Devin. It would have been funny if he was like, you can call me coach, Coach Orion or Mr. Orion. You know, like like one of those things. Like I, I, I'm not your, I ain't your buddy. I'm not your friend. I'm right, here to coach right. you. You know, right. so I, I love him. He is such like a, he's the anti Gordon, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Also, he did go overboard at some times, but I felt like it, like it was still tough love. Uh, like, what, what are some examples? Well, when uh, the after they fight the um, the fight after oh, they play the like the take off the jersey. Yeah, like that's a little extreme. It was. Like, it really was. Like. Come on, bro. Like, I probably, honestly, like, even though I agree with him, I wouldn't have took off my jersey either. Like, because that's just, like, well, chill, fam. It's disrespecting. Like, you know, like, yeah. we just we just won, and we were Team USA. We're not going to just throw our jerseys on yeah, the ice like, rink. 
So that was tr- that was trash. I was, it, so it was I a little was dramatic. Like, it was it was definitely yeah. a little dramatic. Yeah, and they had to have a reason for them to not like him. So it was you know he was like trying to get rid of their their team mentality and and but you know but he was trying to make a new team. So they had to change things up. So I it was just for the effect of the kids being like all offended and horrified that he would denounce their duckness. Yeah. But the best thing he did, what, what, what was the first move he did for the team? Put Connie as the goalie. Julie. Or Julie. Julie. Yeah. My bad. Yes. Yeah. Connie's the other chick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I yeah. feel, I feel like, you know, I feel like the director was like, we need to rectify this. Not only are we going to make Julie the, the goalie, she's going to have a bigger role than Connie. Oh yeah, Connie said like two things the whole movie. That's pretty like, much it. She had like one line of gee. Fellows. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, and yeah, so I I, I like that. However, I th- there was one particular scene. Oh, I'll spoil it now that um I, I thought that uh, Julie could have used a little bit more directing. Uh was the when, when Goldberg was feeding her all that food. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh if we're if we're sitting at lunch and you're better than me. And I'm a chubby guy. I'm like, uh, I could be your nutritional advisor if you want. And she's like, great. I'm like, what? Like, what is happening? Like, you do realize he's fat, right? And he, and he sucks. Look, she, she's got a sweet tooth. And she was blinded by all the sweets he was giving her. Uh, never mind. Let's go I, with I, that. I, went, yeah. I was about to say, I was about to go somewhere else. But yeah. yes. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for refraining. Well, Julie was not the best actress. And then when she was doing all the, I'm so bored. Give me something to do. Oh right, yeah. I, I feel yeah. like yeah, that was all added like in post to what? What are they called? ADR oh, oh, yeah, or something? For sure. yeah, yeah, that was yeah. So um, y'all didn't like that? I like that. No, no, I like I, the scene, but but she's talking about like the acting. Like I, I the see what she acting. means by that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was probably just like she's just hot. It, in the locker room, they uh, the positions are posted. So I thought this was a little bit weird that uh, Banks was on the varsity team, like. How how does how does one make that decision if you're the JV coach? Do you say you're too good? So I'm gonna maybe put you. He, maybe he didn't make the decision, but that's just how he announced it to them, like that. Yeah, he got called up. You know, basically. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, I'm like, sure. I'm sure that he didn't make that decision himself and send him up. I'm oh. sure it was the the coach's decision. Even though we just kind of talked about how like Charlie was probably the 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 better athlete now, all of a sudden. No, I still think Banks was better than Charlie. I just was saying, like, on you know, all of a sudden he's the second best player. Oh, okay. you know, Banks, Banks, I think is always going to be the best. Well, he's always gonna, he's going to go all the way, right? Like they said in part right. part one. So, right. Mm-hmm. Only reason he's still around on the team, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Where's his dad, by the way? Uh his dad probably, is probably still wearing Hawks gear. He's he's hanging out with Ducksworth, wearing the right. you know his jersey. Right. right. <laughs> Yeah. Um. So Hans is back. We got the. I, I like the call back to the first movie. Charlie can't comes through the door. He's like, "Well, how'd you know it's me?" He's like, "Only two people come in like that. That sadly, or <laughs> something like that." So you like and Gordon. Like in the yeah in the first movie, like Gordon, like uh, he only apparently he only comes in like at a certain time in the evening, and uh, mm-hmm. so Charlie's like daytime. So mm-hmm. uh, I kind of like that. So we got this um lunchroom scene with the Warriors where there's a little little back and forth here. Where they're kind of getting picked on, and like Cole, you know, the uh, Michael Cudlitz from Walking Dead, he's like, you know, taking people's like lunch, and this is it. Kind of reminded me of like that scene in the in the first movie where they put like, you know, fed the dog chili and put it in a bag. So 
So now instead of like dog poop, they put horse poop in <laughs> in a bag where like Cole steals the the, the lunch sack. Couple things. One, um, where'd they get so, the horse? So, <laughs> right. Well, they got it because they're at a a preppy school, so they went they went and got him. But okay, so Ken Wu is from San Francisco. Yes. Yeah. So why is he making a a homemade lunch? So I'm assuming like there he's living in the dorms. Like, like that makes no sense. It could be. It could no. be that. Well, first off, we we don't know if his family's wealthy. You know, just because he's from San Francisco and is a figure skater, that means nothing. But perhaps he has like a dietary needs. No, what I'm saying is he's on scholarship, so the lunch is free. Why is why is he bringing a school lunch to a school that like everything's paid for? Like they're on full athletic scholarships. That's a very like, good every... point because Cole could just walk by and stolen something off his tray. Right, like, like, and then like, and it's funny too because the people who are getting the good yeah. food, which, like, they're getting good food from the the cafeteria. He's like, nah, just go ahead, go past them. Because even when uh, Russ comes in when they actually get the horse crap, and they come through the line, Russ has like this fantastic lunch from this highly nutritional uh school, and then he grabs Charlie's uh horribly bad lunch, and I'm like. All right, I would much rather have what's the good stuff instead of this rule that whatever they got in that brown saggy bag. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's the thing. Like uh, a couple things. I think this is more of a directing thing. If you think about it, like what we know about Ken, he's always kind of been like the the meek, you know, uh, timid kid, right? So kind of hard to stand for himself. So what's an easy target? Some you know a kid like that with a lunch bag. He's stealing you know somebody's lunch so kids can relate to something like that right. like oh he's the bully um i don't think it works as well if he just had a tray of food it's just like it's just some guy walking by and grabbing like one item off of your off your tray as opposed to like one you know stealing like an entire bag of lunch oh okay i got you so we didn't have to go deep there but we did for for you guys <laughs> sorry Plot that's what device, i do so they could Plot device so they could throw them anywhere all over all the yeah, tables. Yeah, so he could grab he could grab that horse crap. That's really it. So right, right, since right. we're talking about the lunch scene, why do we only see like Louise like hit hitting on the girls? Like that's all he seems to be doing. You know, like earlier we saw him like walking through the hallway, which well, he's, also now, he's got an earring now. Oh yeah, he's the Latin lover stereotype. Obviously, you uh you think he's I cute? thought like he's Rico Suave. Um, okay, Sandlot, he was Benny the Jet Rodriguez, and he was okay. fire. He was hot. I wasn't as much a fan of him as Luis, but maybe it was just because he couldn't stop ever, so it was like, you know, lost some of his... Were. Yeah, like, it, what made him so good in the Sandlot was he was, like, the best player, and he was so confident, and whatever, so... That's why he can't stop, because he's better at baseball. No? Okay. <laughs> no, I, he's I, actually I, I, apparently apparently he's a firefighter in LA now, or in California somewhere. I would like that calendar. He can put your fire out anytime. Is that what you're saying? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I want to see his hose. <laughs> okay, that can stay in because of the context. Um, all right. right, right, right. <laughs> but wait, wait, his hose can stay in. Hey, okay, that I'll probably take out. <laughs> But you know the 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 funny thing is I thought it was a little inappropriate to show him like uh okay so it was funny that he's hitting on this girl first off a cheerleader uh one of the you know snobs I like that that was funny and she was like hey 
my boyfriend ain't gonna uh, appreciate that. And then when we cut back to him, he's gone. Like, there's an empty seat there. So I thought that was funny. Now, I thought it was a little inappropriate that he was under the table walking and, like, looking at legs. Was he looking at legs? Or was okay. he looking, I was trying to be know, a little nicer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you for, know, for a Disney movie, yeah, that was a little bit uh, on the edge there. It was a little edgy. I'm just wondering, if, so what was the one where he stopped at? That's what I was wondering. Was she going commando? Like, that's what I was wondering. No, I feel it was more of a wink at the audience. That the fact that he's just you know, checking out legs now, you know? Oh, is that what he was checking out? I thought he was looking at Look, the big yam. It's still, it's still PG, so it was PG-13. We can go that way, right? Mm. Okay, so... By the way, who, who wants to look at those? That's disgusting. Okay, all right, so... <laughs> so we got the first practice, and Charlie definitely doesn't like the coach. He's, like, disobeying. Like, I forgot what command the coach told him or what play or whatever, but he disobeys him, and then he gets penalized for it. And Fulton seems to be the only one that um, that got to, has his back. Are you talking about with the game where they end up tied? No, this is uh, this is just practice. The first time that we see them practice together. Um, is it where he's talking about make him make the first move, Conway? Mm, I I think so. Is that where he doesn't listen and does something else, but still scores, and the coach didn't like it? Or maybe, or maybe he's like too too busy trying to be. Oh yeah, he's like, look, I'm not a defense, but I'm a score. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So that's one of the things that uh, I didn't mention was that the coach is all he wants everyone to play two ways. Right. This isn't this isn't the Houston Rockets. Right. You got to be able to play defense, too. That's funny. I like that. <laughs> all I right. Like that. So. So in this movie, Charlie is your James Harden. Yeah, he is. He's like, He's I will never... not play defense. I only score. He's like, <laughs> it's called defense because there is no D in there. <laughs> right. Right. So, right. um. That's okay, uh, Houston Rocket fans. Come at me. I'm a Portland Trailblazers fan, so you know we got history. This is like football. <laughs> like what? What does this even mean? You know, oh, she's I'm sorry. A, she's you know a, who James Harden is? Come on, she's a Pistons fan. She knows. Uh, no. Wait, are you a Pistons fan? I, 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 I assume. A, I'm a Fairweather Pistons fan. Like, I'm about to say, does she know any? You know, okay. if they're in the playoffs or something. Yes, I've watched games, but. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, moving on. So I didn't know that. Right. I, I, th- I thought she like liked everything Michigan. <laughs> That sounds like a stereotype, Peter. Well, uh, okay. Let's let's take a break here. Let's take a break here. There was an episode of We Got Five where we did sports jerseys. And I remember you sending us a list of Michigan everything. So I just assumed. Well, yeah. Well, of course. Yes. If I I like any team, I'm going to like a Michigan team. (laughs) All right. So um, she sent in a list on that? Because I don't even remember that. Remember she was like, Spartan this, Spartan that. Well, yeah, that's like like, obvious. But no, I I would much rather watch college basketball than than professional. Because I don't like, you know, they're like lazy and slow and they just score. They don't play defense. It's just not as interesting to watch. College basketball is a little. I feel like college basketball is the other way around, actually. I don't yeah. know, but what Liz was just talking about sports, and I can't stand up right now. <laughs> All right, that's, moving on, Devin. Thank you. All <laughs> what right. I'm just saying. Anyway, okay, so we do get the first JV game, which it looks like they're playing like the hockey equivalent of the Seahawks, because that's the colors they were wearing. The blue Blake and green. Bears, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, the Bears or whatever. So, um. You know, we talked about, or we we questioned why is Louis still on the team because he can't seem to stop. Uh, you know, Liz, you mentioned Julie's getting no action on her end because you know they're kind of playing some defense and they are uh, stopping the 
uh, the, the other team from scoring. So that's the, one of the big things that I do like about Coach Orion because he points out like the fault in, uh, you know, in the previous movies is like, well, all those other teams were scoring on you guys. You guys need to stop that. So mm-hmm. uh, I did appreciate learning this from him. Um, the one thing I did see in this game is that there are a lot of familiar tricks and we kind of mentioned it. I don't remember if we actually mentioned it in part two or was it earlier in this review already, but everything that they're trying is not working out, right? This is when the other team is like starting to like uh, come back from out of nowhere. I guess after playing defense, they just kind of like, uh, you know, eased up a little bit. Then the other team was able to come back. I, I don't even know that they were playing defense at the beginning. I think that they just were showboating and like, kept control of the puck you know and so I think they were I think the Bears were just kind of distracted by their like you know their quick all those quick goals that they made um I don't think they ever played defense and I think that was the the exact issue and so once they started taking the puck over then they didn't do what they needed to do to stop them so that's why Julie says when she gets pulled out of the game it's a it's a total breakdown up front it's up to you you know, because all of a sudden she's getting all these hits and nobody's there, like, trying to clear the puck or trying to block, you know. So, yeah, it was all on her, and clearly one person can't do that job. You need people to play defense, so. This game was trash because this crap made no sense whatsoever. Okay, so it took them two periods to, to basically dominate them the entire game. Like, they dominated them. Mm-hmm. Like, 9 nothing. And, like, even Avery says, it's over, baby. There's no way in H-E double hockey sticks, pun intended, that they could score nine goals in that in just one period like that. How long, Devin, does it take to score a goal? Less than a second! (laughs) That's, yep, (laughs) exactly. Man, that was good. Right, but there's, there's no way, like, there's no way that could happen. Like, that is, like... That's like being, like, I don't know if I'm trying to figure out it. That's like being up by 40 in the fourth and losing. Well, oh, it has cool. happened. By uh, by forty in the fourth. Oh, uh, okay, no, not in the fourth. Sorry, that's but, how, but that's in the second half. The last, no, see, I'm pretty sure in hockey it's first, second, first and second period, and then the third period. Oh, really? Like, you have to break between the second and third period, yeah. so it's only one period left. Oh, I didn't know that. And okay. I'm like, yes, I'm like, this is impossible for them, this to happen. Okay, like, all right, I, I think that's it is because they just like, this they got cocky no and they weren't. And then you know, even he is telling Charlie to like hold the puck, and he's just like trying to score. And I'm like, this makes no sense. Like, it, it made no sense. It was crazy. Yeah, I um, I I do want to like uh, Liz. What you said earlier uh, was a very interesting insight. Like, because you said they played no defense yet. Like, I feel, okay, I, again, I know nothing about hockey, but what the movie was telling me was Julie was getting no action on that other end because the team was doing well enough to prevent the the Bears to go down there and try to even attempt to score. Yeah, but like I said, I think it was more of them just kept keeping control of, of the puck themselves. So but, they were on the opposite end of the, the the rink. and. But how does that work when the Ducks do score? Like, how does the other team get the uh, the 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 puck back right the, there's the, a face there's a face off every every time that's why i'm saying like it makes no sense there's no way that this should have happened yeah yeah and i don't even want talkie like <laughs> this is not supposed to happen okay nine nine unanswered goals in one period that is unbelievable here's another unbelievable thing for charlie to get uh you know penalized for unsportsman uh unsportsman like wait what is it unsportsman like conduct okay there we go 
So his mom's at the game and she's not happy about this. So in the next scene, they, you know, uh, they're back at the diner where his mom still works, you know, and uh, is it me or she didn't age well? I know it's been four years. <laughs> Same to me. Really? I know it's been four years. So that puts her at 34, roughly my age. And I, I, I yeah, I, I didn't think she aged well. She's still pretty, very beautiful. But I was just like, yeah. She lives a hard life, Peter. Leave her alone. Man, that, that second husband of hers, to... I tell you. Yeah, she wasn't pleasing him enough. Hey, you know, Clearly it was we're her working fault. too hard. I mean, yeah, the, the hard work is really showing. Um, okay, so, yeah, I, you know, she has a little talk with him and just points out that, look, Charlie, you, you didn't like Gordon at first either. So, a uh, little bit there. So... This dinner tradition, did you guys, well, Liz, I'm not going to ask you because you've seen this movie probably more than both of us, uh, me and Devin put together. But Devin, the dinner tradition, did you remember how it played out between the varsity and junior varsity? Yeah. Okay. I, I kind of forgot, actually. I, I do remember that they were going to get stuck with the bill, but uh, I completely forgot, like, Banks, you know, was kind of in on it, too. Not really. Like, he wasn't told until the last minute, apparently. But my question is, like, we're we're to assume that this is indeed tradition, right? Just not the way the kids were thinking. I didn't think it was tradition at all. I think that they just tricked them completely. I don't think it was. I think they were just naive and stupid, and they should never have trusted them and went to a dinner like that. Okay, so so Cole actually was just acting really good that because like I I thought Cole was being honest. Like, look, this is tradition, so I am still going to go with it. So they had the the dumb guy actually like acting pretty good because like. Because my question was, if this was indeed tradition, something that Varsity does to JV all the time, like, do they go to the same restaurant? Like, do the staff not know, like, oh, hey, the Warriors are coming to come out and play, you know? And then they're going to, like, stick the JV with the the bill. Look, I'm going to be real with you. This whole scene was infuriating. Like, if they did this to me, like, they got to show me the fade, like, on site when when I go to school the next day. Like, it's no, it's no other choice, like. To leave them with a like a, a uh, like a grand like bill like that's ridiculous. Well, I mean, um, we we got the, the 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 payback right. I mean, this is where uh, I still would have swung on somebody. Oh, they do the fire the fire ants. The yeah. fire ants. Right. Uh, when did they uh, do the whole freezing of the? Um... So that was they before. Put, that oh, was yeah. leading up to it. Yeah, they put their yeah they put their clothes in the shower, and then they froze their clothes. Got it. And then they did the the dinner thing, and then they did the ants. So the ants thing was was I don't know. Like I'm glad that they set that up earlier. You know, in the dean's office where they saw all those Brazilian ants. So uh, so so we that did was get crazy. that scene. Like, yeah. how would y'all feel if they did that to you? Because you know, like, there's no way you get those out of your room. I feel like they'd have to fumigate the whole place or something. Like, yeah, bomb it. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's crazy, and then like, who, how do you tell like how they get in there? But also, uh, talk about the freezing scene. Like it was they they had the the Jesse line where Russ calls him cake eater, and they yeah. they, they did uh Banks's clothes. I thought that was kind of messed up. Yeah, y'all didn't think so. Y'all y'all thought he was he, they should have did his clothes. No, I uh, no, I I agree with you, Devin. Like even as a kid, I was just like, well, because because like Russ was just like, yeah, you're right, you know, kind kind of thing. Like they were just way too easy, like. We just talked about in the first, uh, the second movie, how tight he yeah. was with them. This wasn't right. his fault that he got onto varsity. He's better than all y'all losers. Yeah. So <laughs> I, yeah, I felt like that was just 
you know, kind of like, I, I don't think that was a good message for the kids. Like, oh, right. you know, it wasn't his fault. So, yeah, I, 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 th- I think they should have left his stuff alone. And then if they do that, then he probably tells them beforehand, like, like, hey, this is not good. Like, well, not only that, I feel like that could have um, created a, like a better tension between Banks and the others. Like, oh, you're so special because you're a duck. Why don't you go back to them? Uh, because the, the way it plays out later on, I didn't like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I just want to briefly touch on this one part where uh, where Charlie goes to visit Hans. And I my thing is, like, I, I feel like this was for kids that probably wouldn't understand it. But, you know, we get this talk with uh, Charlie and Hans, which I have a favorite line. I'll I'll bring it back later on at the end of the review here. But um, when Charlie leaves, Hans is like, goodbye, Charlie. Like, clearly, we... we feel i don't think he was sick right he's just getting older right and that well, they, goodbye... had him, they had him coughing but i don't know it's... okay so you know him saying goodbye that automatically tells the audience hey that you know he's probably I'm gonna pass to away right. now did you guys like that he said that did you like because i feel like maybe he should have just given like gave a look you know and then we we get it like I, I felt like that was just too much like in your face hey goodbye charlie like it just it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. That's why I'm bringing it up. I don't know. I don't. I think I was okay with it. I mean, it just was more of Charlie being like so selfish and so stuck in his own head and completely oblivious to everybody around him. And I mean, all of the players, his mom, um, he's lashing out at everybody and causing. You know, he's basically there's not one person he's okay with at this point in time. And Hans is trying to help him and be understanding. And he still is just like walks out while he's saying goodbye and he right. just doesn't even notice. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, I, I honestly, I felt it was like just emo, like an emotional tearjerker personally. I was just like, dang, mm-hmm. like, cause you know, like even Charlie's like, you okay, Hans, you look like death. He's like, <laughs> and he just gives him like the, the point at him. And I was like, he's, he's like, aha, where's the spoon? He's like, speaking of death, I'm about to die. Yeah. Uh, way, uh, where's his brother? Yeah, he, he, they probably did a tag team, and now he's back to the old, uh, the old country. But he didn't even show up for the funeral. <laughs> yeah. Good point. That's a very good point. Maybe he I'm passed sorry. away, too. Maybe he was also up there. Oh, maybe he's already dead? Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> he's hanging out with uh, Mrs. Conway's uh, husband. I don't know. Uh-oh. All right, so... Like- he made her some eggs, as a, or he made him some eggs. He's like, well, Charlie's mom don't make good eggs like this. I'm leaving. Yeah. So Okay, so since Coach O'Ryan seems seems to be pretty stand-up, there's not going to be a scene where he has to get the trust back, right? So instead, you know, where we, we get, like, the, um, the scenes from the first two movies where, you know, you got two ducks that do something, we got the very unlikely pairing of Fulton and Charlie... Well, and of course, like Fulton's the only one that uh, you know left with him. They're skipping classes, and where are they at? Are they what is that? Six Mall Flags? of America, Mall of America. I'm sure. I feel pretty sure that's where it was. Yeah, that's it. Huge, huge, huge mall. Okay, so they're just skipping classes, which is very uh, not responsible because they're you know going to school. Like they shouldn't be ditching school just because they're not on the team. I think that they were planning to leave the school entirely well charlie was for sure because well no but i mean i think that that was what fulton thought too when he initially left because i don't think that they would get to stay in the school on scholarship if they weren't playing hockey so i think it was like Um, we leave the team we leave the school so they just took that day to 
screw around, obviously. And okay. I love it because they, they talk to the, the guy that's running the, the, the ride. He's like, you guys played a little hooky today, huh? I played a lot of hooky in your age, in your day. And I was like, see, this is what happens when you play hooky. Like, yeah. and yep. Fulton's like, you know what? I need to go back to this good, this good school that I was in. Like, that changed. I feel like Fulton, the light just went on above his head. I do not want to be a, a, a ride operator. Right. I loved this scene, too, just because the Bare Naked Ladies song. Like, I ended up getting the soundtrack to the movie because I was such a fan of it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so it's grade nine, which is shout out to Canada. Shout out to Josh Jackson. Uh, so that's what he's saying? This is me, grade nine, baby, yeah. yeah. This is me. Oh, I never knew. I just, I was like, grade nine? like <laughs> Grade nine. Yeah, that's what they call it. They, you know, we would say ninth grade. They say grade nine. Oh, so, right. Yeah, in Canada. I just always mumble it. But, I was I just like, oh, it's cute. Yeah, because they're freshmen. It's grade nine. So, yeah, yeah very fitting. Um, so everybody gets all their feels and Hans passes away. You know, the funeral where Gordon shows up late as he does. Right. <laughs> so um, pretty much it. And, you know, I feel really bad for Charlie because he's the last one uh, that, well, we're assuming that he's the last one to see Hans alive. Um, and also, like, he feels betrayed by Gordon that he uh, he walks away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so who's crying at this point? I don't cry until a little later. Oh, okay. But no, th- this got me glassy-eyed, for sure. I mean, it, it's still, the like, funeral? you know... Yeah, yeah, the funeral. Like, oh. Hans died, a, a character from part one, you know? Um, and not only that, one thing that I noticed is they're using Dave Karp's jersey number for Hans's jersey. Oh... Now, the funny thing is, I feel I feel like Hans had his own number. I, I thought it was like 70-something, you know, in the first movie. Yeah, I don't or, remember. Or maybe Jan had 70-something in the second movie. I don't even know. But again, I saw that 11. I'm like, hold on. I just interviewed Mr. Aaron Schwartz. That's not Hans' number. <laughs> hmm. Anyway. Okay, so we get Gordon and Charlie. Um, they visit the school. We get some backstory of um you know gordon at school which uh, liz you pointed out earlier on uh now did you guys like this did this get anybody's feels like the talk yeah i love this part i loved it man i was going down but then this great thing happened maybe the best thing ever i got arrested and sentenced to community service and there you were, Charlie and the Ducks. And as hard as I fought it, there you were. You gave me a life, Charlie. And I want to say thank you. I told Orion about all this when I talked to him about taking over. I told him that you were the heart of the team and that you would learn something from each other. I told him that you were the real Minnesota Miracle Man. It brings everything full circle. It's important for, you know, like like we said, it's Charlie's movie now. It's Charlie's story. It's his wrap-up. So I really liked Gordon, basically, what he said, you know, the Miracle Man. He, he takes him to um to see uh, Orion play with his daughter, which I'm like, 
you two are the only other bodies in that rink, like uh, up in the stands. Like, and Orion never looks up to like acknowledge them. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like how did he know that Orion would be there right at that moment with the kid? (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 like he he called Orion. Hey, I'm gonna bring I'm I'm gonna bring Charlie over, and you you bring your daughter, and just don't acknowledge us. We're gonna act like the ghosts of like. Christmas past. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, right. it's pretty much what happened. But I did like that. That was very touching. Can we talk about the beginning of this scene? What type of what type of twin bed is this? This big ninja sleeping in? Like, is that <laughs> is that is that's what's happening in the streets? I'm like, oh my god! Like, no wonder why he's so angry. He's not getting a good night's sleep on that horrible mattress that he's sleeping on. Like, that's what I was thinking. Like, did, not, did anybody not notice that bed that he was sleeping in? Nope, I didn't notice the lunch. I didn't notice the bed. Like he was with this terrible twin, and I'm just like, you can't even get a full size as a ninth grader, bro. Like, where's this hot in the streets at? He he needed those extra. Um, in college, when you're in the dorms, they they every bed is an extra long twin, so you have to get yeah, special but... sheets that are the extra long one. And obviously, his mom didn't you know upgrade when he when he hit that growth spurt. I mean, the kid's 14 and he's six feet tall. Like, really? <laughs> and... And then he's like, wait, he's like, 6 a.m. I didn't even set the alarm. <laughs> and then and then and then, and then Gordon's like, it's me. And he's like, go away. Like that was just the way he says it is like perfect. He's like, go away. Like it was it was so much to say in his voice. It was fantastic. I loved it. It sounds like he was talking to like that annoying, like uh annoying like imaginary friend or something. Like, you you still right. here? Like, what are you doing? Like what where right, did you do this like, at? He and like, Josh Jackson does the narrowing of his eyes with that disdain voice like yeah. so well in every part of this movie when he's all mad. Like, yeah. Yes, yes. And then, perfect. And then perfect I did, I did surly cry. teenager. Right. I did cry. I ain't gonna lie. Like, oh, yeah. It was, I did too, especially like, when he started crying. Yeah. I thought this was a, a great scene. Yeah, when, he's, when he's hugging his dwarf friend slash coach. <laughs> he's like <laughs> towering over him. <laughs> right, right, right. He should have added heels to those uh, air loafers. <laughs> right, I know, right. <laughs> Wedges or something. The, the it was so. I loved about it. It was so good though, because he's like, "Be that man, Charlie. Be that man." He's like, "I'm 14. I'm not a man. I'm a well, child." Here's the part. He had to take over. That's why. That's what really got emotional for me because he was saying the Han line and the Yan line because they're dead. Mm-hmm. So he had to say it to Charlie. And I was like, I'm just glad Gordon's admitting that he's a trash coach and that that Charlie was the the, the guts and the 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 heart of the team all along. Because without mm-hmm. Charlie, they don't win the gold medal. Without Charlie, like he probably never gets the team together in the first one. So yeah, yeah. like there, he was Minnesota Miracle Man because you are you are trash, Gordon. Trash. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, I want to just touch on a little bit about what happens after this, where uh, Charlie rejoins the team, uh, and they're about to go to a game, I believe, but then they're stopped by the dean, uh, who tells them that their scholarships are basically going to be withdrawn and is voted by the board because of their, you know, their their losing. You know, it's kind of like the the second movie, right? Um, and then we get this great scene where Gordon comes to save the day, and basically is like, look, you guys offered these scholarships. These are like a binding contract, so... Uh, Liz, well, what do you like, think about the scene? I think, before, like, before that, the bus, I think it's important that they all, instead of, like, the, the first and second movie where they overhear the coach doing something that makes them question their coach, this time they're seeing it and the coach is sticking up for them. And 
basically he quit his job for them. So they, they see him and it like that brings them all together. It gives them so much more respect for Orion, which needed to happen and, and kind of bring them all together so that they could, that so that they could win. Mm-hmm. So I think that was necessary, but yeah, the, 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 the boardroom scene is cool. Cause it's uh, obviously Gordon coming in and lowering up uh, the whole thing. I love the line where he's like, "Look, you know, I, I, I'm a lawyer. You know, I'm gonna win. I'm good at this. You, you, you guys, you know, gave me this education to be this way. Basically, yeah. you're gonna give it to them. So I, I love all of that. Uh, Devin, you got anything to add to this? Yes. So, two things about the bus, the bus scene. Uh, one, uh, they are horrible people. Like this is something that you do not do to children. Like." To be educators and to come from a family of educators, like very involved in students and like like teaching kids on a daily basis, like to do this to children is like infuriating. And it's like you're a horrible person, and I hope you die of gonorrhea and rotten hell. Number <laughs> one, and then two, like okay, it reminded me of the first movie where he gets fired. Like mm-hmm. like this, that's what's hot in the streets. It like is. what? Like this good, you're, you're you're firing this good coach over some petty stuff. Like I don't get. I'm like, where did they do that at? Like this is not a good. They decision. did it in part one. That's right, <laughs> right, 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 right. I was like, this is outlandish. But yeah, the the fact that these adults are so easily like playing with these youths' lives after they've moved, like half of them have moved across the country to this place, is just sickening. Do you, yeah. th- do you think it was a, a bit of a social commentary, like on the alumni, you know, for for doing these things? Oh, oh, I'm glad you brought it up because then we go to that boardroom of all Trump supporters because I felt like everybody in that room is voting <laughs> for Donald Trump. Like, and they're like, "You, we got to make Eden Hall great again by getting these these Negroes <laughs> out of here." I mean, like, I mean, they weren't black, but then, and then then uh, the he calls him Biff, which I, I thought about you when he called loved him Biff. It. I loved right, it. I, I got like, that down here. He drops a little right, Biff reference. Right. Right, right. He's like, oh no, then, uh, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of the part where he calls him white trash when they put the ants. And he's like, uh, yeah. who do you call it white trash? That's what I'd have been like, what? Like, I'd have yeah. my per- You know, the, the, okay, so so during this uh, this exchange between JV and, and, and Varsity, they're like, oh, Banks, yeah, you can keep him. Like, how, how does that work? Do you go to the coach and be like, you know what? We're not quite getting along with Banks, although he's a great player. We're going to give him back to the JV. I was assuming it was Banks's choice to go back to his team. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay. I would assume that he gets to make that choice, but if he was to team anyway, so he was like bench. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Okay. See, so um, what I do like is in I this was a complete throwaway line. I I, well, at least I thought it was uh, at first. He's like, "All right, uh, Charlie, you you know, you do you, and I'm going to go to Chicago to to handle some business." Mm -hmm. So. Did you miss that? I did. Yeah. See, so I heard that, and I was just like, "Oh, this this is this means Emilio is exiting." <laughs> that that's the way I looked at it. And then later on, I was like, "Ah, they did drop a line." So I so I dig that. Um, okay, so we go to the game against uh, Civil War, right? So varsity versus junior varsity is a thing they always do. Um, Coach O'Ryan has apparently switched sides because of what went down, basically, right? He got. The team's back, and then this whole thing with the school about to fire him just because he was defending the Ducks. He lets them wear their old jerseys. Like he's like, "You guys are not skating like warriors." It's like, "Uh oh, this guy's back." It's like you look like <laughs> something else. <laughs> you look yeah, like 
the so, quack, so, quack, quack, yeah, quack, that was that. Yeah, they did the quack and everything. Yeah, so yes, yes, my nipples were hard. A, a, a little, a little dramatic, right? That uh, a little drama. That that okay. Look, we needed it as an audience, but you know, in real okay, life, I was about to say, in real life, I, I don't think that that would have happened, right? I honestly, I get, I got goosebumps. I'm not even, I'm not even like lying. Like, oh I yeah, no, got... it works as an audience, but. I feel like I don't know. What, what, could that happen? I mean, that probably could happen in real life, but I was just like, it's a movie. We yeah. need that. We needed that. They also were playing with trash on the ice, so like, hey, like, then... look, we had we had the the football and the egg scene in the first movie. Uh, uh, we got the the wall of soda cans, you know, in the oh, second movie. Right, right. <laughs> it, we had to have something, so let's let's throw some trash around, and it pays off, right? Just like all the other movies. No, so. and that was so, a good. It made sense, like what he that what technique he was trying to teach them. Like, uh, it it worked for me anyway. But it was a little little goofy that then they were around in their rollerblades picking up trash on the street. Oh <laughs> yeah, that was, that was like they do, a, they do a community service. But yeah, like who just throws like I don't eat bagels, so I don't know. Maybe y'all could tell me. Uh, like, do people just throw away whole bagels like that? Is that what's hot in the streets? Here's Maybe the thing: somebody dropped it, and then it was dirty, and they couldn't eat it, so they threw it away. That's one. Ten second rule: it could have been something where somebody grabbed one too many and just threw away the the extra. It happens. Oh, okay. I was like, you've never gotten like too many bagel. of something and threw like the extra away. Haven't we already pointed? Maybe that was last week that I'm fat, so i was just like, oh, that does. I don't think that's the answer for everything. I mean, just 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 finish it. All right, so yes, power through, yes, let, exactly. Let's finish this and power through. So, uh, so it's the big game. Um, it's it's really weird because it is the same school, and so it's against each other. Yet it's like like a big divide. Um, but the mm-hmm. the school, uh, you know, they eat it up. Halftime zero zero. So it's the first time it's not a blowout. That means they're very, they're really holding their own. Yeah, but you know what? Can Barely. I just ask who are all these Ducks fans? Who are all these people in the stands that are cheering for them and quacking? Like, I just felt like that they were the underdogs. Like, they had way too many fans Clearly that were dressed people... in Warriors gear, and it didn't really make any sense. Yeah, I, uh, you know, they, they were, that's a good point. I, I feel like it's probably a mixture of, like, other people, too, who wanted to come see, the, like, the, the, the Team USA slash Ducks play. Well, you know, they, kind of they thrown say in there too. that they're a publicity set from the, the get-go. And I feel like since they're in Minnesota, they have, like, a lot of fans there. Well, so it's possible. just like that's a very good point. But I, I, I thought they said they they think it's a publicity stunt, not that it is. No, it totally was because that's why they're like, well, they suck, so we're gonna kick them out now. Oh, okay, all right. So yeah, I misunderstood that. Okay, yeah, no, you're right. The the, the Riley says it right. Yeah, like yeah, I feel like Cole or something. Yeah, well, and, I, and also, they did like they the did freshmen... have a press conference to announce them. So yeah, I mean, yeah, right. they were definitely doing it for the publicity. Mm. Yeah, and then the freshmen just in general would cheer for the other freshmen because they're fresh. They're the freshman team. That's right. Okay. You got Charlie's old horrible old lady in the in the stands. She's like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now, but yeah. So, uh, just like any other Ducks movie, something has to happen during halftime, and we get Portman, who yep. is now thirty four years old. <laughs> right, right. He has to be like the second semester senior, and he's like, "I'm only here for these these last two nine weeks, really." And so, but I'm here to give y'all the support y'all need. And then when he comes on the the hockey, that they're like, "Aren't you? Should you be on our team, bro? Like, aren't you graduating in May?" He's like, "Yeah, but I gotta I gotta play with these guys right quick." <laughs> he's like, "Well, you know, th- this was just sitting around, and my lawyer's like, "Yo, it behoove you to sign this." 
Right, right. He's like, but who? Like, he was like, he probably don't even know that word. He was like, I was smoking a cigarette, and Gordon came by. <laughs> and he's yeah, like, I was raising my teenagers. <laughs> right. Let me, let me, let me, let me get a hit of that right quick. Yeah, yeah he's he looks a lot older. Um, okay, yeah. So we got Portman back, and I guess all they needed was just a little bit more muscle to to really have more of an edge, I guess. Which he looked like he was on HGH when he started stripping in the penalty box. Yeah, dude, he, like, had, he had like an eight pack. Right, I'm like, this dude is ripped. Like, I was like, what is he? Oh my god, what is he on? Then it was awkward because then the the kid announcer's like, I think the ladies are enjoying the view, and it's like they're old the, women. He's 14 allegedly. Like, this is gross. Thank you. I was like, why are these old? Why are they showing these old ladies? Like, woo! I'm like. Is that statutory? I think that's statutory. Well, that's because they know he's really 34 or something. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right, right. Now, I thought this right. was a little cheesy, but Charlie does get his uh, C back, like, like at the last quarter, the third quarter here, as we found out from Devin that there's only three quarters. Oh, my God. Well, you said C. A, I thought you said C. Period. Because, you know, quarters means there's four. So oh, third oh, good point. Third period. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't know words. <laughs> uh, but, words yeah, it's just like... You know, so Coach Ryan, you want to give him his C back now and not maybe like in the beginning for a little bit more extra punch? Also, uh, how did that C stick on there? Oh, it's adhesive, clearly. Oh, okay. I was like, I thought they sew those on there. They probably would really sew it on now, but there is probably sticky stuff. On and there. I was like, what if it's crooked? Dramatics. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it, actually, I, it was. Think I think it was crooked. Good points. <laughs> all good points. Go, yeah. go get him, Captain. And I was like, pretty much. Right. And and the now here's the thing: the posting of the position said, Captain, to be determined. You're gonna wait until the JV varsity game, like you know, for that. Like well, they Charlie didn't... had well, to prove Charlie, himself. Yeah, Charlie had to prove himself. He but, wasn't behaving like the captain. He was behaving like an egotistical, selfish. Well, he, you know. I guess he did. Men- uh, Coach Ryan did mention to Charlie, like like you know, uh, or no, was it? Uh, no, no. Well, um, Jesus, Gordon. He mentions like, oh yeah, I told Orion, you know, that it's you basically. So that's that's what it was. He was just waiting for Charlie to finally come into his own. Yeah, exactly. And like okay. Hans told him too, um, you don't need a C to do that job. Like you need to right. be who you're supposed to be, and you're not, you know, you're not acting that way. You know how to act, and you're you're not being the mm-hmm, captain mm-hmm. at this point. So he t- he took away the C, Charlie, not what was under it. Dang it, Devin, that's my that's my fair quote for later on. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I got another one. I got another one. Okay, so um, now in this one, every movie has an unlikely person that takes the last shot. Fulton uh, and Charlie in the first movie. The second More one, I forgot what happened in the second one. Oh, it's, it's because they had that that, that sudden match, not sudden match, but uh, the shootout. De- shootout. Okay, so that was a little bit different. Shoot. And uh, in this one is Goldberg. That was, but you know, the point of it was that Charlie could have taken the shot and been selfish like he had in the previous uh, hockey scenes. Mm -hmm. And he made the right call for the team, for the team to win. He didn't, he made the selfless uh, decision and the one that won them the game instead of being cocky and assuming that he was the good, you know, the best one. I do like that. However, it's kind of like what we've been talking about with Gordon and putting uh, Charlie in that position in the first movie. Or or even Fulton, you know, who shoots one out of five, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, good on him for being selfless. But was was Goldberg the best decision? I mean, you know I mean I he like, won. I feel 
I feel like it was like a it, this in Peter's uh, words, like I feel like it was a pick and roll, and Charlie hit Goldberg with the no look for the layup, and so it was like it was like a layup. So oh, okay. you can't make a layup, just walk off the, the ice. Home. Yeah, it was because like, basically, basically he cleared the way for him because he faked yeah. out that goalie, and the goalie yeah. basically was laid out flat. So like yeah. it was like an, basically an open net. If you yeah. can't mm-hmm. shoot it in, then you just don't don't even play on the team, bro. Like just get off. Like if he misses <laughs> yeah. the shot, like just just walk off. That's it. Mm-hmm. So so that's it. We get the the big win. And um, you know, one thing I forgot to mention was um actually no, I'll save this for, for, for the very end here. Okay, so the the J V they win and um there's a lot of kissing here at the end. Right? We got uh, Julie gets a little kiss uh from the uh the the goalie, right, on the other side. Yeah, scooter. And then scooter, thank you. And then we got um gosh, we got uh Linda and Charlie. There's a third couple. Mendoza. Mendoza. And, and oh my the, god. That went on a little too long for I was like, I said <laughs> like I was like I thought they were a couple things about that one. First off, she's with Riley and Riley's right. just gonna walk off. Like, okay, fine, whatever, lady. You know, like yeah, no, I no. I would have like, Dexter. I would have Dexter Lewis and Louise. And um but yeah, and their kissing in the background there went on a little too long. Like that should have like they shouldn't have been in the background, is what I'm saying. Like I, I felt that was <laughs> that was too much for a PG movie here. I bet Louise was like, "Hey, you shut your mouth, Peter." Yes, he absolutely would. Yeah. No. Also, how old is, this chick is? Probably like a senior too. She's supposed to be because Riley not, is. I mean, not, not necessarily. I think it's pretty common that if you're like the senior varsity star, you can have any girl. She could she could easily have been the hot sophomore okay. or, or freshman. Junior. Let's be honest. They they do that too. Yeah. That's yeah. That's very true. I mean, we've yeah. all been in high school. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You guys have any other uh, thoughts of this? You movie? know, I, as I, cause I watched the movies basically back to back. I'm looking at the coach of the varsity and I'm like, why does he look familiar? He was the referee in D2. D2. Hmm. Yeah, he was. He was the referee. So I looked it up. So he was the referee in D2 and he was the referee in the first one. Isn't he, was he the actor? In, is he a big actor or no? No, he's apparently, he's the technical advisor. So he was the technical advisor for the skating in the, all three of the movies. And he was the technical advisor for the hockey stuff in The Cutting Edge. Well, that makes a lot of sense as to why um, why you did recognize him. But I thought he was the, I don't know the actor's name, but he was the guy who played the senator. Was it in X2 or is it the first X-Men movie? The, the one that... Oh, Goes into the water and comes out a human, uh, mutant. No, I don't know. No, he was just a random technical advisor, so they just kept giving him roles on screen, which was kind of funny. Well, that's that's what they uh, do with like Karate Kid. They have Pat, um, Pat. Oh gosh, what is his name? The anyway, he, he was like the the karate consultant. He was also like a ref uh, in the scene. I'm blanking on the name right now, but um, okay. So we said that we were going to save like uh, ratings and rankings. Uh, for for the uh, end of this, um, just kind of okay. So what we'll do is we'll round robin it and give a rating first out of five stars and break them up into however you want to do it. After the ratings, we're gonna do rankings, and whichever one you have at number one, kind of defend as to why, right? Because I, I think this is gonna be interesting. So Liz, we're gonna start with you. What do you uh, rate one, two, and three? 
Uh, so star rating for one, I'd say one is a solid five star movie. I think it was well done. It was well acted. It was had all the right beats to it. Um, so overall, I think it was the most uh, solid, solidly well produced and directed movie. Um, I think it stands up the best. Uh, so I think, yeah, five stars for that one. D2, I'm going to go three stars. It was uh, a little less for me. And then um, D3, I'm going to give four stars. Okay. De- Devin, what about you? Okay, first off, Liz is a terrible person. That's, <laughs> that's, that's just, let's just get that off the bat right now. Because that is the worst rankings I've ever heard in my life. Uh, it would probably be... Uh, the opposite. Uh, number one is a three star to me. Hmm. Uh, I don't. It's kind of. It's 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 a good movie, but it's kind of boring to me. I can see why you uh, say that. Uh, number number two is the best movie of the entire trio, and it's a five star movie hands down, which I could watch all day, every day on a loop. And number three, I feel is a four star movie. It's fun. Okay. But there's no Jess. There's no Jesse. So no star. This is very, very interesting. Okay, I'm going to keep them all a little bit closer uh, in ratings because after watching all of these in a very, you know, close proximity, is that the right word? I don't know words. Um, I enjoyed all three movies. Time time frame? Time frame, thank you. Yes, that that works too. Um, I was trying to get fancy, I guess. A little too fancy, kind of like uh, Cowboy Dwayne. Now, uh I, I love all of them. I, I bought the trilogy, well, f- first because, you know, we were going to be reviewing it, but I ge- genuinely love these movies. I just haven't seen them in so long. You know, life happens, you become an adult, have a family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to keep them really close. But uh, one, I'm going to give a four and a half. Um, you know, it's the OG. It, it sets up everything. It's well-directed. Uh, Stephen Herrick, Stephen Herrick, Stephen Herrick. I, I enjoy him as a director. I, I like his movies. Um, two is very, very fun. Okay. Cheesy and corny a lot of times. A lot of times. Um, the I feel this is where the kids dropped as far as acting. And I blame that on the direction. I feel like they dropped as far as their, like a lot of their scenes, the acting is just really bad. So I'm going to give that a four. And then uh, uh, three, I'm going to give a five star. I actually think this is the best one. It Look, they all have their faults, okay? Um, but this one, what I like about it is kind of what some of the more uh, successful like reboots have been doing. They're taking everything that you love and they're changing it. Um, they It felt like this director is a fan of the first two movies and he was taking notes, right? Kind of like J.J. Abrams with The Force Awakens. You know, I'm going to use that example. He has a checklist. Okay, Gordon is a bad coach. Boom, this coach is going to be a great coach. Uh, Liz, <laughs> right, right. Liz, you pointed this out earlier, and I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. But you pointed out that the first two movies, the kids keep, like, misunderstanding or, or uh, you know, misreading the sarcasm and all that. Well, in the third movie, they hear what is going on with the coach, and they get all of that. Um, they, they, Gold, Goldie, Goldberg has been the goalie this entire time. Boom, Julie is going to be it. Everything that we know about the franchise, they change it a little bit. They kill off Hans to prove a point. Gordon is like this is the best Gordon we've ever gotten. 
I I don't know if he went back to lawyering after teaching the coaches. I mean, was that why he left? I I missed the the like the 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 uh, the actual opportunity. The job. That, yeah. It was something with the Goodwill Games. Okay. See, so he wasn't being a lawyer. So he, for some weird reason, he shows up in a suit and he seems to be lawyering again. I I, th- I thought that was a little weird, but. He could have just showed up with some knowledge, you know what I mean? Like, like, because I'm here on the council of of Orion, whatever. So that's why I like three because they're like, we're not gonna continue the formula and make this a bad sequel. We're gonna try to make this one of the best sequels, which I'm not discounting two, Devin. Um, mm-hmm. But it is not wrong to watch one and then go straight to three. So I feel like this is a very complete trilogy. Um, so that's why I give, uh, three of five and, you know, it's, it's all like a, what, what is that thing called? Grading on a curve kind of thing. So that's why I wanted to mm-hmm. wait until watching all three movies to, to really rank them and rate them. Yeah. I mean, me too. my, <laughs> the, the way that I would rank my favorites doesn't actually go with my star rating. Like three is by far my favorite one. Mm-hmm. I think it makes the most, uh, I think, you know, Charlie makes the best story. So I like everything that they did with it. So that's definitely the, the, the top one for me. My rating is just how I like them. Yeah. And that's fine, Devin. So, yeah. So um, three, like overall, I I like everything that they did there. You know, I, uh, you know, which which one is the best one is clearly debatable from person to person. But I just loved everything that they did with, with three. You know, we're going to change this. We're, we're going to. You know, they made a lot of changes and fixes and just, you know, and they still kept like the things that we know from the, the franchise. So that's why I give three of five. So that's it. So uh, favorite lines and scenes from this movie, Liz, I'll start with you. Um, definitely the Charlie Gordon scene where he's telling him, he, you know, you're the real Minnesota miracle man. You're the real um, MVP. <laughs> yeah. So I, I love that. And it was it was good. Their story, him being the surrogate father to him, basically like helping him grow up. And uh, so I think he finally finished his, completed his task here. So, mm-hmm. and him walking off, Gordon walking off at the end and looking back when they're all celebrating, you know, and I also like when they touch the ice for Hans. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. You stole that. You stole that from me too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. Devin, go ahead. Uh, I uh, well, uh, the part where Charlie is trying to get at old girl, and he's like, "No way! I love Pantera!" Like the way his like, <laughs> like the way his voice goes up. Like I love that part. Like I was like, I don't know what Pantera is, but maybe there is that it's, a group? it's a band, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, that I love that part. Um, I love I love the fact that he's like, "Can I get you a coke?" Like that's so funny because like they look like they're thirty, but really like they're like. They're supposed to be freshmen, so it's funny. I, I want to buy you a Coke. He was that like was... seventeen when he when he was filming three. Okay, so yeah, he's was... like too old, but yeah, like I want to buy you a Coke. I still owe you that Coke. Like that's funny. It feels like nineteen sixties almost to be. Hmm. Like, yeah, I can see that. But um, and then, oh sorry, no, no, go ahead. You're, you're still your oh turn. oh, and then and then like we already mentioned it, but the the lawyer scene where where Bombay gets in there, he's like talking to all this with Trump supporters, and like. The uh the lady's like I move that the scholarships be reinstated <laughs> and I'm like chill, chill ass up chill, like I, I really right right like she was like so bitter is there a second we have no choice no the choice was to never do this to these kids you 
JAs. And yeah, man, it's like you you mentioned the other Gordon line where he's like, you know why I'm so good? Because I have a good I had a good education. You're gonna give it to these kids. It was so great. But I love that whole scene. You know, I I didn't look at the uh, here. I can I can pull it up really quick. I know that the the guy that's been writing all of these movies uh, returned. But also, they, uh, there's two more um, credits here under writers. It's Jim, Jim Bernstein and Kenneth Johnson. Stephen Brill, who's been um, writing all the movies. I feel like the addition of these two other guys, I didn't look in, uh, on the second movie. But I think that helped it. Like, I, I feel like the, the writing was great. You know, mm-hmm. like a lot of great lines in this movie. So, um, Liz, like you, uh, I really enjoyed uh, the scene with Charlie and Gordon. Not only that, every scene Gordon was in was great. Like yeah, he, they really maximized his short time. Yeah, they, he was not a jerk at all in this part, and and he, you know he was a smaller character, so I get that. Um, and also, uh, Devin, you mentioned it earlier. He took away the seed, not what's under it. And also, uh, every time you touch the ice, remember it was Hans who taught us to fly. So that uh, that right there, that it made was me cry. real. Yeah, was it real. was. And then yeah. when they do it like on screen, like that, that got to me. Uh, which. Uh, Credit to the the kid who's commentating. Like he happens to know that fact. Oh, that's a Norwegian <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So I yeah. that was really funny. So yeah, this this was a lot of fun, guys. I want I want to thank you both for coming on and and uh, really making something out of this. This is probably the most fun I've had with like a. Um, I haven't done too many trilogies, but at least movies with like sequels and stuff. This has been like the continuity, and uh, I, I really dig it. So thank you guys again. I'm sorry. I have one more because I just thought about it when we were doing this. Like when uh, Cole is like when they're talking about them, he's like them rejects that stayed on their own side of tracks. He's like those rejects, genius. Besides, we don't have tracks, Cole. You see, there's no trains there for no tracks. Did you get that? He's like, see, don't okay, get so smart with me, goalie. Which one was Gunner from the uh, second? The goalie. Was he, he was the goalie. Yeah. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. It was cute that they gave Julie and him that moment at the end because they also had the moment at the end of the second one. So yeah, I liked it. Oh, yes. Yeah, yep, yeah a little right. call back to that. So uh, yeah, that's, that's what I was mentioning, yes. One, one of the lines I didn't mention in the second movie that I liked was, I'm, I'm not a lady, I'm a duck. Oh, yeah. By oh, Connie, yeah. yeah. I'm a duck! Huh. Yeah. So I thought another thing that I forgot to mention was that in this movie, it, it, it does seem that Connie and Guy are back together, but... Then why give us that thing in part two where we thought that um, uh, Dwayne, you know, he was like standing up for, for I, Connie. I think that was just him being a Texas gentleman. I don't think he liked her. I think oh, it was okay. just, that's kind of. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, I'll give you that. Uh, one last thing before we uh, finish this up. Anybody have uh, favorite characters? Uh, I know, Devin, you mentioned Jesse. You like him. Because he's black. Okay. <laughs> Doing it Charlie for the culture. Charlie's mine. Sure. sure. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. Uh Favorite character. So aside from the obvious ones, uh, I do like Portman. I like Portman Part Two, not so much Three. He was a little much in Part Three. Uh, I do that too. Um, but again, he just he showed up on screen. I'm like, dude, you're 34 now. Right, right, right. C- clearly, you're older than Bombay. <laughs> um, right, right. <laughs> but uh, but maybe the the smaller characters. Uh, I, I like I like Dwayne Portman from Part Two. And I, I, you know, I'm not even a big fan of Ken. You know, I was like, I was hoping to like him, like, hey, Asian kid. You know, like he's fine, he's whatever. Yeah, he's bland. You know, I, I'll, I'll admit, I do like Russ better in part three. Like, yeah, I, I me think too. All of them are better in part three, acting wise. 
Yeah, well, they yeah. gave him all the black lines because there was no Jesse. So, hey man, he pointed out that he was only there to fill the quotient, right? Of like, right, the black right. kids. So, also the best part of two is like, uh, or not not the best part, but one of the better parts is like he's showing his like real blackness. He's like, look, man, my dad said I got to stay here on scholarship. He'll whip my butt, and they're like, I think that was in like, part two. Yeah, I mean three. Yeah, he said it in three. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I thought you were harking uh, back to two. No, yeah, that was crazy. I love that though. All righty. So um, now let's go ahead. Uh, if you want to throw out contacts for uh, any listener interaction, if you welcome that. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm at Eliz Plum. With two with, M's. With two M's, yep. <laughs> and Devin? I feel like that's copyright infringement. That's what I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. But it's okay. It's okay because Liz is wifey. So uh, I don't know mine anymore. Oh, right, right. Devin Lamar. With two R's. Right, right. Can find you at uh, the Liquor Room Podcast, and we got five. You're welcome. Yes, 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 that too. For more of my other content, you can find Hydrate Level 4 and uh, Original Remake at followingfilms.com. Uh, and if anyone's interested in the Back to Feature, the animated series, you can find that at baronspace.com, where I cover that uh, the first two seasons uh, with Albie. And uh, he hosts the Quantum Leap Podcast, if you guys didn't know that. And also, uh, Devin, we mentioned that we got five. That can be found at courtofparts.com. We got a uh, active Facebook group page if anyone wants to seek that out, Court of Parts Podcast. And um, so for, for Liz and Devin, I'm Peter, and this is Hydrate Level 4. Yeah.